0: Log
1: Talk Radio Only 30 minutes Only on Sunday Only 30 minutes because, again, blog talk was not working properly. So it was beyond my control, but uh, today we're starting it off again. Uh, D. Lovely said she would come in later on. She's going to be a little late. I'm going to try to hold out for her. I don't talk well by myself <laughs> at all. Uh let me see what I got on the line here on the first thing that I got to say. Uh, the union auto workers' demands. Uh, they are demanding an immediate 20% raise and four additional raises of 5% each during the life of the contract. It did lower those pay demands late in the negotiations, though apparently not enough to close the gap to the automaker's offers. I don't consider a 30-hour workweek ambitious. I consider it almost a human rights issue. One uh, of the union uh, chiefs said, he added by saying that many workers' health has been impacted by the long hours. With some suffering injury That's the reality of standing on an assembly line Working day after day Seven days a week Ten hours a day Twelve hours a day And I do know about that being a postal worker We had to stand on our feet At least ten to twelve hours I got on the line He is on the line <laughs> okay. love. Yeah, I
2: love
1: the hands, hand clap of praise The wild hands of praise
2: Yes, yes Come on hand claps of praise, come on
1: So how you been, E? Uh,
2: it's been rough out in these streets But uh, I persevered So
1: Made it through another week Week 9 in the books so. Man, I can't wait I Hold can't on. wait till you hit the lotto so you stop all this nonsense. Listen,
2: because the shenanigans are
1: running amok. You heard me? I was talking about the auto worker strike. What do you think about yeah. that? Because uh, it seems like everybody's striking this summer. So what and, do you think about yeah. the auto worker strike? Do you think we're going to come to a conclusion or are going to keep on striking?
2: Um, I think that America wants to come to a speedy um, resolution. However, I stand with the auto workers. Um, I came in when you were saying that you know how it is standing on your feet, you know, for a long hour. I mean, we were soldiers. I'm a teacher. I, I mean, unfortunately, we can't strike because we don't have a union here in the Commonwealth. But if I could, I definitely would. Um, so I stand with them. Uh, and especially now um, with my my concerns with all of this new technology and these AIs and these robots and, you know, they feel like they could be replaced. But this is showing, you know, uh, the the corporation, you know, that all the technology in the world, you still need people. And so I stand with them and hope that they get what they want.
1: Yeah, because uh... – let AI be putting together a vehicle, and it come apart on somebody, and somebody starts swimming.
2: Listen, listen.
1: It ain't gonna be it's right. gonna be
2: hell to pay, but it's also gonna be too late, cause you know you driving down the highway and your wheels life. fall off, or your yeah, your your brakes lock yeah. up, or the steering wheel go to the extreme left or right, and all you got to do is say, well, the prototype was great, you know, or it worked in the you know when we. When we did the the prototype, well, now somebody's burying a relative or relatives. But I, I do stand with them. And, you know, let's give them – I mean, I'm standing for anybody who needs more wages. I need somebody to stand with me as an educator. Please and thank you. So, um,
1: I'm just saying. Okay, the other strike, the writer's strike, I guess it's the standing same thing. Too, it's the same Chief. principle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said they and might
2: so do. They might come to a conclusion today. I know. I am um, really excited good. about the the resolution. I'm really excited about Fran wrestler being the spokesperson. I think one is hilarious, but she, you know, she's kicking butt and taking names, and you know, she says what she means and she means what she says. And I hope they get everything they want too. And it has shown the entertainment industry that y'all can f around and find out they they thought they wanted to play hardball. And now look, ain't nothing on T V. Nothing. <laughs> you know? So
1: Yeah. Pretty soon uh some of the new shows that's on streaming is gonna gonna stop also, so Correct, it's, correct. It, and I hate that we going we gonna miss a couple of episodes of certain shows. shows. <laughs> 'Cause I you yeah, know, know you've average viewer. Y'all cutting it in my entertainment now. (laughs) Uh, The next one I got is uh, Bob Menendez. Senator Uh Bob Menendez, eight months ago after his Uh trial on federal corruption charges, ended with a deadlock jury. Senator Robert Menendez Uh from New Jersey had an important message for Egyptian leaders. He would sign off on nearly 100 million in arms sales. He delivered that pledge in July 2018. Text text to his then girlfriend, Nadine Arsilinen. I can't say her name. The senator also asked her to notify an Egyptian-American businessman, friend of hers, Will Hanna, who would later supply the couple with gold bars. And other mm-hmm. valuable items, according to the three-count federal indictment. Uh, and, you know, he's a Democrat, and I'm with Democrats, but he got the This is the second time. Come on. What? What? Yeah, what,
2: uh, I stand with Democrats, too, but I don't making. stand with dumb Democrats. You know, dumb Democrats who make poor decisions, I can't stand with. So I just, I just feel like. I, I feel like, you know, he needs to take the high road and hit the road. But I don't think he's going to yeah. do that. And he, can't, I think he feels vindicated because it's deadlocked. But that doesn't mean you're not guilty, bro. That means they can't come to, you know, a general consensus. And present in, right. in a united front. But um, in his mind, all of them, he's thinking that he has beat the system or he has won. And and that that's not what it is. So, you know, I don't know who his people are, but his people need to, you know, be like, hey, bruh, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to cut your losses and, and and beat it. But I don't know. I've been watching it closely too.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I could not believe you did it again. <laughs> I was, again. I was singing, what's Jonah? that song? My old girl. Oops, I did it again. Britney Spears. Yeah. I was singing that. Yeah. Big <laughs> dummy. I was. I'm like, you stupid. Okay, what about... What about the uh, Hunter Biden? And and now this is where I'm at with it. I think the thugs is just, you know, trying to find anything to stick on the wall so Biden can't win this next election. Because... Hunter wasn't even in the White House. No, they were talking about
2: impeaching him. i, don't, them. I was like, I don't, I don't know what the whole hullabaloo is about. So I feel that, like you said, they're using it as a distractor. And I feel that if you're talking about apples and oranges, you know, one has nothing to do with the other. And the Republicans are grasping at straws because who they got, for real, for real. And uh, and it's, it's kind of a stalemate because our uh, pickers are slim, too. So I just think that they are trying to do anything, like you said, that they ca- possibly can to ensure that, you know, Uncle Joe does not get reelected.
1: Yeah, I'm like... How do you do that because okay he he uh admittedly said he was on drugs he had a gun admittedly uh he was back he 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 didn't pay his taxes but then he paid them back uh right. most people on the thing that happened with him don't get charged and then right. they were going to sign so he could get off but suddenly, right? They decided the judge said it wasn't enough for him to get off. They didn't do it right. I don't get it. Correct. Why are you? I think they're just persecuting him because he's the president's son. Correct. That's what that's where I'm at with it. I'm just like, come on. I, I'm glad, I ain't. I'm glad my I'm glad my daddy wasn't president. <laughs> <laughs> There's some things out there about me. Uh, do you believe Ukraine should get more money from the United States to keep this fight against Russia on? Uh, e, I know you're, you're a soldier like me, so I wonder, do you believe Ooh, yeah, that we should listen, keep giving them
2: listen. Sometimes. I mean, you got to know when to hold them, fold them, walk away and run. Um <laughs> I empathize with Ukraine. I really do. I think he, they have a phenomenal president and when they come out, if he lives to come out on the other side of this world, he's gonna be probably Times man of the year. You know? Um I don't know. But I I cannot I cannot in good conscience support that decision where first of all where are you getting all this money from and i have colleagues that get food stamps in the classroom like where are you getting all this money from and we have a homeless crisis in america where where i know it's separate checkbooks but if you're going to move some money around shouldn't we move some money around to help our own first and all of these we are almost at a civil war in america so I just feel like there comes a time when you have to close the purse strings, and and they have to go get money from somewhere else. Because I don't I don't think we're the wealthiest nation. They they are surrounded by monies. You know, why the reason they keep coming back to us is because we keep giving them more monies, and I don't I don't think it's fair to the American people are, who are destitute. And and living in dire circumstances, you know, but because we don't have bullets flying over our heads, you can't get any money to help feed your family or to assist with, you know, the homelessness situation or to assist with getting diapers and wipes for single mothers or housing for women and men who are fleeing domestic violence. I mean, there are so many things here in America and the, the homeless situation around the White House is insane. And and I just think that those monies could be used for so many other things here at home. Shameless plug, like giving teachers a raise. But I just, I, I just think it's time to close the purse strings.
1: Uh, you're killing me. <laughs> uh, we got... D. Lovely in the house. Good. Good. Hey,
2: boo. Yes.
1: Hey, D. Lovely.
0: Good evening. How's everybody? Greetings and salutations to you. <laughs> All is good uh, on my end.
1: D. Lovely, we were talking about the money. Do you think the United States should keep giving Ukraine money. And I think you caught some of what E was talking about. I heard something you about think... racism. So I'm yeah, going yeah, to. Raiders. Of course you heard that.
0: Yeah, I heard that part, and I'm going to stand with my sister on that. Um, Thank
2: you. I... Love you.
0: <laughs> love you more. So at this point, I feel like we are. I understand the point to giving, continuing to give money, because if they if Russia takes over the Ukraine, it's just a matter of time till they push further and they wind up in a um, and uh, taking over or, or in some sort of conflict with the country that we're in connection with. And it's only going to start a war. And that's what we don't want. Um, but at this point. I think we should be limiting the amount of money that is going to the Ukraine because we do, there, there are things that need to be taken care of here. We've got more strikes going on right now than we've ever had. And the, re, the reason is they feel like if, we're, if we can send money overseas, we should be able to take care of the people that live here. And you should not hmm. be trying to figure out how to go from paycheck to paycheck. You should be able to make a oh, living with yeah. what you do. And that's what's frightening to me. I, I just I, I feel like we are not putting ourselves first. And that's the one thing they teach you when you're getting on an airplane and they say if the plane's going, you know, you're losing pressure, who are you supposed to take care of first? Yourself. You put your mask on and then you take care of anybody else because if you dead, you can't help nobody else. So mm. that's what I feel. Be doing in America. We should be taking care of ourselves first, then we can help somebody else.
1: Okay, uh, segue into the strikes. Before you came on, we talked about the auto workers strike mm-hmm. uh, and and the uh, writer strike. How do you feel about that? Should they get their uh, demands?
0: I feel like they should get everything that they they've asked for, mostly because. That 1% that's been eating off of everybody else for eons, for years and years, and getting richer and richer and more and more powerful, you have to pay the people that are making you rich. If you want to continue to be rich, you need to pay them. I don't care who it is. You need to pay them. I see that Ford is talking about settling with the, uh, with the auto, automobile um, workers.
1: Yeah, you are um workers.
0: Yeah, if Ford settles, then everybody else is gonna to have to because it's gonna crumble if they don't. The whole concept is going to crumble. I feel like the same thing should happen with the writer strike. If if we can, if they can get Netflix to stand down and say you deserve what you're, you're asking for, then everybody will get paid. As, like I said, if everybody eats, then we're all good. But it's not fair for just some to eat.
1: Mm. Uh, we also talked about, <laughs> this is the d Lovely half hour. Uh, we also <laughs> talked about uh, Bob Menendez and his gold bars and $500,000 stuffed in his jacket that was found. And his wife uh, texting when they, they should have been texting each other. They should have said, honey, we got to keep this on the low. We don't need nobody investigating us again. How do you feel about that, D-Lovey?
0: Okay, so this I don't really know that much about, so I'm not I, I don't have a lot to say, but I find it amusing that if you are doing dirt and you're riding dirty, the last thing you should be doing is smoking weed. So don't you know don't put yourself out there if you know the possibility of you getting caught is going to turn over a whole bigger crime. So you need to keep your crime your crime spree on the low. So that nobody else is looking at you, but I promise you, they're gonna be checking for you if you got gold bars in your jacket. They looking for you. <laughs> they are gonna dig deep.
1: See, it was a, the first thing that he did. He uh, he said he would sign off on a, a, nearly a hundred million dollars in arms sales to uh, Saudis, the Egyptian leaders, and wow. after he after his first trial ended in the deadlock, he did exactly that. And then he texted to his girlfriend, who I'm assuming lived in Saudi, because she got a weird name, uh, that she needed to talk to a couple of the Egyptian American businessmen over there that were friends of hers. And after she talked to them about what he was going to do, uh, that's when the gold bars and other valuable items came in his possession, and now he's facing a three-count federal indictment. Uh, dude, come on, dude! That's, I'm like, you just got out of one on deadlock. By the luck of your the hair on your chinny chin chin, and now you get ready to go down again. I think kick him out. I'm a yep. I'm a Democrat, but he got to go.
0: No, if you can't make if you can't figure out that you are always going to be the shiny penny, you've got to make more. You've got to make better choices because we see you. We see you. You're you're not a secret. You've already gotten away once. You don't get away twice. It's just not an option. Everybody's looking at you. I just do e. it.
1: Start with me yes. on this one. Uh, I know you heard about Romney getting ready not to run no more, and he's going to get out of Congress. Then he wrote a book about the former president. The president had been telling them the election was stolen, and now they're coming back to steal it. There's talk of gun smuggling, of bombs and arson, of targeting the traitors in Congress who are responsible for his tragedy, travesty, uh, He's actually coming clean about the Republicans. Uh he said that he told Mitch McConnell when it was uh during the insurrection right before it started that we should be prepared and uh he left a message but Mitch never returned it. Uh why is he telling this now when he should have been telling it when it was going on? That's what makes me mad. I I I you know, I understand I he know, wants to but sell I a book. Oh,
2: and there is that he's trying to you know pique the interest so that people will buy his book. But also now that he's out of Congress, he's not he's not worried about the people coming out of his closet. I say people and not skeletons because he's about to spill all the beans. So like why you say why now why not now now is the most opportune time for him the most profitable time, and all of this all of this hubbub will make people wanna wanna know more wanna see more and buy that book.
1: D. Lovely, your opinion?
0: Oh, I agree. I, at this point, it's literally about him making money off of something that he already knew was going to make him mm-hmm. money. He's been taking mm-hmm. notes and keeping everything in, in, in chronological order because his intention was to write a book when it was all said and done. We, we see that now. We get it. We understand what you were trying to do because if you really cared about the country, Mittens, you would have you would have said a long time ago, I, I can't stand for this. I'm going to stand up here with, with um, that Cheney the, that Cheney lady and, and and the other folks, I'm going to say this is wrong. And here are the people you need to be. He should have been pointing fingers. He was he was respected enough that people would have believed him if he'd have said if he'd have said it. They would have believed Mittens. Mitt wanted to keep it to himself because he had a book to write. And so I don't I don't respect him. I've got zero respect for him.
1: Ooh. Uh the last one, the last one. Uh are we gonna go in a government shutdown? Uh Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the United States of the House of Representatives, uh, said that uh he's trying to get some of those people on the radical side on his side back again. And nobody, nobody that Flor that Florida congressman that, uh, that uh, D lovely despises so well. That game. He's <laughs> the one who's leading the charge about kicking McCarthy out of the speakership and him getting it. So uh, starting with D lovely, since it's in her backwoods, how do you feel? Are we going to go? and go into a shutdown all because of this mutiny?
0: I don't think so, um, only because it's bigger than, than Matt Gates and Kevin McCarthy. It's bigger than that because th- the people on the other side of that who are governmental workers, this is about them. And if you shut down the government, there's a possibility that people who are applying for Social Security that everything's going to get delayed. It's not the checks going out. It's going to be the people who are signing up, who are signing up for disability or all those other things. Any kind of thing that has to be signed up for, it's going to delay. And that's the people they need to be concerned about mm-hmm. because most of those people look like them, and they they like to make it make you think it's us, but it's them. And those are the ones that will take you down. So I don't think it's I don't think there's going to be a shutdown.
1: E. Your opinion on this? Maybe. Yeah, I don't think
2: it's to be a shutdown. No, I don't think it's gonna be a shutdown. It's too, it's too many tentacles. It's not. It, it, it will be too many people that are affected by this. It is way too, too many lives and livelihoods plural involved. So, no, I mean, we have when we were serving, they threatened the government shutdown. I, I know three times. So, uh, I mean,
1: I just don't see it happening. Every October. Every Mm -hmm. October.
2: How are you going to shut down the Uh, government, but you're trying to prime the Ukraine a gazillion billion dollars? Stop playing in my face.
1: Okay. (laughs) Uh, I thank you, ladies, for calling in. Uh, This will be the last one for a while because uh, TAZ is moving, Mm -hmm. and that moving is hard. On a brother. I just want you to know. Last time I moved, it took six years off my life, so I don't know how many going to take this time. <laughs> so yeah. I will let y'all know. there probably be, uh we're moving, we got to be out of here by the end of next month, so it's going to be a minute before we do the show again, but I will let y'all know. So
2: where, is, where are you moving to?
1: It's Tell her where you it's fifteen twenty minutes from where we're at now, in, in a in a bigger house. I right. I tell you off camera.
0: Yeah, how about that? Just just move <laughs> up the street.
1: I don't want put. I don't I, want I, people I'm, in my pockets.
2: That's right. I'm, hey, I'm okay. just done. I'm done silent. You don't have to explain to me. <laughs> hmm.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'll I'll explain though. I already talked to D Lovely about it because you know, D Lovely (laughs) had came here before, so and she talking about get her room ready. Yep.
0: I'm telling you, when I come this time, I'm bringing all my stuff. I ain't never coming back.
2: (laughs) Oh my! You've been trying (laughs) to get out of Florida
1: for a minute. You heard me? Even the slingshot?
2: I'll have it (laughs) shipped. I'm
1: driving. She ain't driving cross country. We told, no, we towing the clean shot. shot.
2: We towing that. Yeah, it's coming
0: with <laughs>
1: All right, I love I love you love you ladies. Take care, be safe. I'll be talking to you, you know, on the sidelines. Right. Peace and love. All right, love you. Peace, Peace and love. And love.